0: Hey there, friends. It's Chloe Langer here. I am dropping into your podcast feed because I am super excited about something big that is happening tomorrow. Cue the confetti. The wait is almost over. My brand new book, Letters to Women, Embracing the Feminine Genius in Everyday Life, launches in less than 24 hours. To say I'm excited about this book being on your front porch, on the shelves of your local Catholic bookstores, and in your hands soon is probably the understatement of the year. This book is a collection of letters from women in all seasons of life written to encourage you to find your own unique feminine genius. And inside those pages, you're also going to find reflection questions to journal with and discussion questions to spark meaningful conversation with the women in your life. There are a couple of launch day events that I wanted to share with you. First, make sure you're following Letters to Women over on Instagram for tomorrow's launch day giveaway. You can find me over on Instagram at letters to women underscore Tomorrow's giveaway features some amazing prizes from the women who contributed letters to the new book. You're going to have a chance to win a copy of the New Letters to Women book, a gift card to your favorite coffee shop, a mentoring session about your life as a Catholic woman, and so much more. I wish I could win this giveaway, and I am so excited to see who will win these prizes. Speaking of Instagram, mark your calendars and join me live on Instagram tomorrow night, March 9th at 8 p.m. Central Time to chat about the New Letters to Women book and anything else that's on your mind. I have my fingers crossed that maybe. Going to be asleep by then. So I'm going to pour a cup of something warm, probably not coffee because I do want to sleep tomorrow night, but I'm going to settle down and chat with you about the feminine genius. And I cannot wait to connect with you and get to know your story better. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I've recorded an exclusive mini-series podcast on the Feminine Genius with nine women who wrote letters in the New Letters to Women book. That podcast can be unlocked with your pre-order of the book, which is still available. You can find all of those details in the show notes. But today, as I am counting down the hours until the launch of this brand new book, I want to celebrate with you a little early by sharing one of those conversations from that mini-series with you today. And that is my conversation with Julia Marie Hogan about body image, and her work as a Catholic therapist and the letter that she wrote to you in the New Letters to Women book. If you like what you listen to today, then you are going to love this mini series. I sit down with women like Amanda Texera from Wallet Wind, Sonia Corbett, Beth Willoughby, so many other incredible women who I am blessed to call friends. And we're just having a quick chat over coffee that you get to listen in on about what the feminine genius means to them in their lives as Catholic women. Again, you can find out all the details for that mini series in the show notes or head over to my website, letters2womenpodcast.com. I'm going to start hanging up that celebratory banner and loading the confetti gun. Thank you so, so much for your support of the Letters to Women podcast and this new book. I cannot wait to celebrate with you tomorrow and hear what you think of the new Letters to Women book. But until then, here's that conversation with Julia Marie Hogan. I know you're going to love it. So reheat your morning coffee, pull up a seat. Sister, this letter is for you. Welcome to this special Letters to Women podcast mini-series to celebrate the release of my brand new book, Letters to Women, Embracing the Feminine Genius in Everyday Life. It's a book that's published by Tan Books, and it's coming out on March 9th, which is just a few weeks away. In each episode of this mini-series, I'm sitting down with a woman who contributed a letter and getting to know her better and ask her about her experience with the feminine genius and what it was like to write a letter that you're going to find in the new Letters to Women book. In today's episode, I'm sitting down with Julia Marie Hogan. She is a counselor in Chicago and the owner of Vita. Optimum Counseling and Consulting LLC. She also leads workshops and writes on topics related to self-care and relationships and mental health. Her book, It's Okay to Start With You, is all about the power of embracing your authentic self through self-care. And she's currently working on her second book, which will be published in 2021. She's passionate about empowering individuals to be their most authentic selves. And you can find more about her and her work at juliamariehogan.com. When you open the new Letters Tomen book, you're going to find Julia's letter, a letter to the woman struggling to look in the bathroom mirror as well as reflection questions to journal and pray with, and discussion questions to foster meaningful conversations with the women in your life. Julia, welcome to this special Letters to Women miniseries. It's so good to have you on the show.
1: Hi, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today.
0: To start us off, for listeners who maybe haven't read your book or gotten to know you, can you tell me a little bit about your story as a Catholic woman?
1: Yes, absolutely. So. I think probably the best way to describe it in a short and sweet way is that I was born and raised Catholic, went to Catholic schools, all the way through grad school, actually. And so my faith was really something that was important that, you know, we lived as our family, but then also in my um, education as well. But I think my journey for my own life has really been taking the things that I've learned more in theory with our faith and then starting to apply them in my own life, in my everyday life. Uh, so taking that theoretical and that abstract and making it really practical, or how do you actually live out your faith, and how do I make it my own, and uh, how do I, yeah, choose to live it out in, in my everyday life. So it's been kind of a fun journey, challenging at times, um, but it's, and I've tried to carry that into my work as a writer, and then also in my private practice as well. So I work with a lot of Catholic clients, integrating our spirituality, integrating the Catholic faith into our therapy sessions. So really trying to bring that, those things we've always learned about, you know, as students and as as kids and really bringing it into the real world, into everyday life.
0: I love that. I know that in my experience with as receiving, on the receiving end of Catholic counseling, having someone who can speak into a situation and say, this is what the scripture would look like applicably, you know, applied to your life, or this is what this concept from Catholicism would mean for you on a day-to-day basis has made such a radical difference in when it comes to healing. And so I know that that experience is making a difference in, in lives of your clients, but then also, yeah, as women who get to interact with your writing as well.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And I think that, you know, if you are a Catholic woman, you don't have to see a Catholic counselor, but I do think it can be beneficial, especially for the reasons you just gave, Chloe. That you know your your counselor can give you insight into uh, how your faith can actually help you on your healing journey, or even maybe point out some misconceptions or areas that you're struggling with. You know, like I think a really good example is how we view our relationship with God. That there can be a lot of like woundedness there. There can be a need for healing, and your therapist they have that same worldview as you and that understanding They can kind of guide you a little more easily in that direction, I think, than someone who doesn't have the same background
0: um, as well. Yes, 100%. I love to, in reading your letter for the New Letters to Women book, you talk a lot about self-care and body image and healing those where there's, a. I think for women, a lot of wounds in a lot of our stories and how you really speak beautifully into it from a Catholic perspective. I'd love to know a little bit more about the letter that you wrote for the book and then also what that writing process was like for you.
1: Well, I think I don't have any magic secrets to my writing process, but I will tell you what's helpful is thinking about what do I need to hear or what would, what would I wish someone would have told me? And then also just asking the Holy Spirit to use my words as an instrument. Um, so those are kind of the two ways that I prepare anytime I'm writing, whether I'm writing an article for a website, uh, you know, this particular chapter for your book, Chloe, or even my my own books that I've been working on. And, um, but, you know, because I think that we're all walking around in varying degrees but with this this deep-seated belief that we're not worthy and so I think that you know when we look in the mirror we're so quick to point out the flaws that we have or that we perceive whether those are physical flaws or have more to do with maybe our personality or how we handle things and um, it's just so easy to get kind of sucked into that negativity spiral and to only see the negative or to only you know frame things as a negative and um, I really tried to capture that in, in the letter that I sat down to write for your book.
0: In a couple of the conversations that I've had for this mini-series, a lot of women have spoken into this idea of, I wrote the letter that I wanted to hear, or I wrote the letter mm-hmm. that I still need to hear, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of these experiences are not are not something that's like a one and done. I feel from that. I don't struggle with that anymore, but some something in some ways that I think a lot of us are struggling with on a regular basis and still finding trying to find the root of that. And so I think it's so true. I, I can speak into that reality in my writing projects, too. The, this is the book that I needed. This is the article that I needed to to read. And so in some ways it's like, no, it's not selfish. It's just a really good writing technique.
1: Well, yeah. And I think that it shows that you're not alone in what you're struggling with, that you're not, it's not unique to you, but in a helpful way, right? That we can all support one another. We can be there for one another, that you're not having to suffer or struggle through something alone, but that someone else's experience or words can kind of illuminate what you're going through and maybe show you a different path, too, which I think is really cool about sharing stories or this letter writing format in your book that it feels more personal and you're hearing from someone who maybe has been through what you've been through or can shine a light on what you're struggling with because they have some kind of insight or experience with it. And I think it really helps show how we can support one another and help each other grow, which
0: is so cool. I think so cool. I agree. I think too, as I've been exploring this concept of the feminine genius with the women who wrote letters in the book, with the podcast as a whole, it's that's kind of a, the overarching theme as well. Like realizing that every single woman is called to live out the feminine genius. It looks different in the lives of every woman. Um, but then also too, there's similarities where whether women living in the same seasons or who've been through that experience can speak into that and really shine a light on what that looks like in their daily life. So what I w- I'd love to hear more about is what the feminine genius looks like in your daily life, in your experience as a Catholic woman today? Yeah, I mean,
1: I feel like that's a huge question. We would would need a whole series on that. I know, right? right? (laughs) Someone needs to do that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I think that, you know, for me, it really looks like kind of what I was talking about earlier, but I think it really means, you know, who, I'm constantly asking myself, who am I as a person, what do I believe that God is calling me to do or directing me towards? And am I using my talents and my gifts to help make that happen in the best way possible? Um, because I think that we all are called to do good in the world or bring love into the world or, or be another Christ, however you want to say it. And I think that that's part of what the feminine genius is, is recognizing that you have these beautiful qualities, that are unique to you and that you can make a difference in in, the, in your world, right? In your space, in your community that you can bring good there and it doesn't have to be something that's flashy or shiny or big. It can be just simple everyday moments and there's beauty and value in that. And I think that that's, that's really how I see the feminine genius in my own life It's just looking at how am I living out my call and seeing my circumstances or gifts or even challenges that I'm faced with as these opportunities to really put into practice what I've been given and to really live out that call um, in my life. So that's what I would say in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it ties really beautifully into what we were talking earlier in this conversation about this concept of, of therapy and being able to take big, more sometimes abstract concepts like the feminine genius in this example and really take it down to a daily practical. What does this mean for today? What does this mean as I'm driving mm-hmm. to work? What does this mean as I'm sitting down with clients yeah. or in conversation? Mm-hmm.
1: I would agree, and I think, you know, even just looking at your uh, table of contents and seeing all of the letters, you can see how that just can flood or flow, I should say, into like every area of your life just based on the topics that you have for the different letters. I think that it shows that you're, you know, it's not like your feminine genius can be lived out only in one certain way or one particular box of your life, but that it can be part of every aspect of your life and it doesn't have to look one way for everybody, right?
0: Yes. And I think that looking at the feminine genius in that way is such an invitation to freedom, this kind of invitation into Mm -hmm. more of an integrated life, which is so much more healthy than having the feminine genius maybe just exist in a vacuum or like you said, like in a box on a shelf that you pull down, maybe at Sundays at mass or in this random occasion that, that I think is applicable. And so instead to live it in a way that yeah, flows into every aspect of your life and influences everything that you do.
1: I agree. I like that you use the word freedom because it just makes me think that it kind of shows like, the feminine genius can be integrated into your life or it's part of you. And it's not like you having to mold yourself into something else. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. It reminds me of, I was on Instagram this week and Lauren from Brick House in the City had a beautiful series where she was talking about how too often we put this idea of a Catholic woman in a box Um, Or we expect Mm -hmm. like a Catholic woman to look like these prescribed things and I have to fit into this mold if I'm going to be a Catholic woman. And she was sharing Mm. a lot of responses from her readers and listeners and followers um, talking about just stereotypes that we have. Like you have to live this vocation or have this many kids or school your kids this way or your mass has to look like this for you on Sundays or your prayer life has to look like this and how all of those things are Are beautiful and good and families and vocations and prayer are beautiful and good but there's not there's not a cookie cutter that we can just slap Mm -hmm. on the life of every woman and expect it to fit really well
1: right Yes. No, I love that. That's great. I'm going to have to go
0: look that up. Thank you. I loved it. I have it saved. Thanks (laughs) for the tip. (laughs) Oh, Catholic Instagram. There's so much food over there. (laughs) It's so true. So true. Uh, Julia, you write in in a lot of different places. I love seeing articles from you. I have many of them saved for that I go back and read. Can you tell listeners where to find you online and then where to find your books as well? Yes,
1: of course. So the Probably the easiest way to find me is on my website, which is julia.mariehogan.com, um, and then I'm also fairly active on Instagram. I would say so that's juliahoganlctc, and then um, I have a monthly newsletter that I send out. So that's often where I'll link to articles that I've written and just kind of keep everybody up to date on what. What's going on and what projects I'm working on, and then my book you can find on my website. You can also find it on Amazon. Um, there's a little Kindle version if you are an ebook reader, or you can find it on our Sunday Adventures website. Um, so those are the three places. And then as more information about my new book is coming out, once we have a title, once we have a cover, I in in knee deep in edits right now. So that's where I am. Um, But once I have news about that, I'll also be putting that on my website and in the newsletter and on Instagram as well. So those are probably the easiest ways that you can find out more about my work.
0: I love your newsletter. have it set around a theme each month. And I just, I love diving into that with you. But my favorite part is always the little gifs and, and things that you share at the end was just like oh that's I just love so fun those. they're so fun I'm like what's a good theme for this month and then
1: finding something just cute and fun to brighten your day um you know <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that but so thanks oh, for
0: sharing that with me there's so much joy that I get out of those gifts <laughs> well thanks so much for writing a letter for this book it was it's such an honor to have a book that includes your wisdom and words in it and then thanks for coming on this mini series and sharing a little bit more about your story as a catholic
1: Thank you so much, Chloe. Honestly, it was a privilege, truly, to write a chapter for your book, and I'm honored to be included. Um, There's so many other amazing women who've contributed chapters, so I I honestly can't wait to dive in. Um, Once it's published, I will also be one of your first readers eagerly (laughs) diving into it. So thank you for, for putting it all together.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this mini series episode with Julia. I'm so excited to share these conversations with you. If you want more Letters to Women, head over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Letters to Women. I can't wait for this book to be in your hands. Follow along with me over on Instagram at Letters to Women underscore podcast for all the behind the scenes and sneak peeks. And until next time, be not afraid.